The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Core Web Vitals Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk to a search industry innovator about what the launch of Core Web Vitals means for SEOs. Joining us today is Marcus Tober, who's the founder and chief evangelist of Searchmetrics. Since founding the company 15 years ago, Marcus has guided Searchmetrics' technology strategies and was the driving force behind building their data science organization. So far this week, Marcus and I have discussed his study of core web vitals and how he's looked at millions of pages and understand how websites are comparing to Google's benchmarks. And yesterday, we took some of that data that Marcus has viewed and we talked about prioritizing core web vitals and which metrics you need to think about to make sure you're optimizing for the right things. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about industry-specific core web vital benchmarks. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's the third part of my conversation with Marcus Tober, founder and chief evangelist at Searchmetrics. Marcus, happy hump day and welcome to the third episode of Core Web Vitals Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, everybody again. Hey, Ben. Uh, glad to be back. Good to have you here. Excited to continue to dig in and talk more about core web vitals. We talked about our benchmarks. We talked about how to prioritize the three primary metrics that Google has said they're going to use to affect our rankings next month. And now I want to talk to you a little bit about some nuance. You've looked at millions of pages to understand how they compare to Google's benchmarks, but it seems like they're 
is a lot of comparison that could be different based on industry. Every industry has different experiences, different purposes for their websites. Talk to me about some of the observations that you've noticed that are industry specific from your study. Yes. So, I mean, the initial idea for us was that Google is not giving us a range of different recommendations. Like, I don't know, for B2B, it might be that kind of LCP is, is a good benchmark. So they're just giving one benchmark that should fit like all purposes. And as you know, like a, a newspaper website with a lot of content and a lot of ads, and then you have like Salesforce CM page, which is like without any ads because it's the focus on the product and like shorter content. Uh, both areas would be super different. So the idea we had is like, we wanted to understand what first, what are the correlations of the core web vitals according to different industries. And we used eight and we can discuss them a little bit here. And what are the averages? Because for me, the most important thing is always like using an industry or peer specific average. Because when I compare myself, when I'm a car maker and I compare myself against like Ford and VW and BMW, et cetera, that, that makes sense. But if I'm in a fashion shop and I compare myself against a car maker, that wouldn't make any sense at all. So that's that's why we wanted to understand uh, first the correlations, like and they are very different than then the the average values of the the various core web vitals, not just the core, but the, the web vitals um, in these industries. Yeah, I think that SEO is a competitive game and you're not always competing with your direct competitors. You're competing for specific keywords or at least a, a set of keywords. You mentioned, you know, cars as an example where Ford might be competing with GM, Ferrari and BMW. But they're also, when you think about a product within Ford, you know, maybe there's a metallic paint color that is one of their keywords. And then all of a sudden they're competing with Benjamin Moore and some of the paint manufacturers. Probably a little off-color metaphor there. Get it? Off-color. Anyway, when you start to think about comparing the different industries, knowing that that's really what matters for ranking, you know, were there some industries where you saw a dramatically different performance? You know, who was the sort of most adaptive, most adopted, what industries have shown the most adoption of optimization for core web vital metrics and who was sort of the slowest to figure out that they need to speed up their websites? Yeah, I mean, the I would say the biggest gap between two industries is between B2B and news. So in the B2B space, we actually really have seen that many pages are actually pretty fine i mean they're not very heavy on the dom size right so in e-commerce and in news the dom size very quickly is above 3000 different nodes used whereas in b2b for example the average is um, 1400 so it's it's almost 50% only of like what you have in, in news for example and that influences a lot right because elena's site loads faster Alina's site is quicker visible. It means like the first meaningful paint, the largest contentful paint, the time to interactive, all these different performance metrics, they're way, way better for B2B than for news, where news, we have seen very big potential for optimization on all these performance metrics on, on CLS. It also seems that they are loading way more JavaScript, which makes sense because a lot of attacks and maybe other tracking mechanics and dynamic content, etc. And also the, the, the total byte weight. That means like how large is the site on average? Um, let me pull up this number here super quickly because it was also pretty shocking. 
So the total byte rate of a B2B site is, is on average three megabytes, where on average for news, it's four megabytes. <laughs> so, so there's a 25% difference in terms of the total byte weight for a site based on industry. Yes. And that's a lot. I mean, imagine, I mean, it may be just more images on a news site, but it's very likely more like much more JavaScript, more CSS. And that means an image is quickly loaded from the client. So like, it doesn't matter if you're on a mobile phone or on, on your a laptop, it's loaded super quickly because it's also asynchronous. But if you have multiple JavaScripts or CSS, then they need to be interpreted by the client. So it means like a 100 kilobyte difference can make a couple seconds, right? So it's it's like more or less on an exponential scale here because if it's one megabyte difference, it's not just 25% slower. It might be 100% slower because of all this bloat that need to be executed on the client. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So the big takeaway here is there's a, a large gap between B2B and media sites in terms of what their performance is when you're looking at core web vitals. Now, what does that actually mean? I know this is the extreme case. Does that mean that you know, the B2B companies have already done their optimization, so they don't have to be concerned with their core web vitals as opposed to everybody in the media industry needs to be changing their websites? Or is it really just about understanding the competitive landscape? This was really for us to understand certain isolated segments because we wanted to really see what is the, the big difference and where are gaps in terms of optimization for certain different industries. Because, I mean, this is also what Google published in their FAQs just recently, is that if you have the best content, no matter if your site is slow and has a bad experience, the content is definitely to be taken as a more important metric than performance metrics or anything else. So that's important. And that matters a lot, especially, I mean, if you are in an industry like B2B, for example, and you are Salesforce and you are the CRM, it's more likely that Salesforce can have like worse core web vital metrics than, for example, I don't know, Zoho or HubSpot or, or whoever, maybe, without using that as a, a certain example. But in a news or in like e-commerce, offerings are often very similar, right? I mean, if you're selling the iPhone 12 as Best Buy and BHP Photo is selling the iPhone 12, the phone is the, is the same, right? 
So in that moment, the core web vitals are definitely more important than my B2B example I was just using. Because the content can be as unique as it can be, the phone is not going to change, right? So that, that means in areas with high competition and high demand and high supply, the core web vitals are definitely becoming a much more important factor when Google is ranking websites. So it matters a lot. Yeah. I really think that's an important distinction that when you're in a competitive environment and you can't differentiate based on content, you have to win based on technical performance. If you're yes. in a monopoly, you're the only player in town, you know, you're in a scenario where you've invented a category or your content is unique, you know, how fast your website loads if you're the only player in town doesn't really matter. People are going to wait because they want that experience. So I'm assuming that, you know, your page speed and there's some sort of general threshold that if your page isn't loading, Google's not going to share it. But for the most part, competition is what dictates how important core web vitals are going to be for your business. Yes, exactly. Are there any other interesting tidbits that you've learned based on doing industry-specific analysis? <laughs> I mean, I'm not able to share all our findings as that's going to be like over multiple series of like releases and like piece of information and, and studies and so on. But I can definitely assure you that averages on every industry is very different. You can't really say there's one fits all approach here. And that's why I can only kind of like make a little sneak peek here that on most performance metrics on some, let's say, supportive metrics that are maybe not part of the core web vitals, the values are very important and they are different to each individual industry. So oh, you're going to keep us waiting for the good stuff. Marcus, I appreciate you telling us about the general industry <laughs> trends and that they are different across multiple industries. And we're looking forward to hearing about the industry specific details from you. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Marcus Tober, the founder and chief evangelist at Searchmetrics. In the fourth part of this series, which we'll publish tomorrow, Marcus and I are going to talk about how to solve core web vital issues. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Marcus, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile on our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Marcus Tober, M-A-R-C-U-S-T-O-B-E-R. -E or you could visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Schapp, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.